It's the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show. Just ahead, uh, we've got uh, some interesting things coming up for you. Jeff has more of his oddball stuff. This time, five big rigs under $10,000. You know... What a great hobby that's got to be to get into something like that. And that none of them will pass DOT <laughs> for, uh, for under $10,000. These are, these are uh, you know, little TLC. They're projects. Projects. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure that they are. Uh, also, we're going to have Conrad's Car Clinic. It's all straight ahead on this edition of the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show. Howdy. Along with Mike out of this world, Mars, King Conrad DeLong. We need more Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us uh, this morning. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> grand for a big rig. You know, I, I'm I'm hooked on this show called uh, what is it called? The 401. Uh, oh yeah, uh, heavy, rescue, heavy, rescue 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 401. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I can't get enough of that show. So these guys have these. That, it's remarkable what they do in the weather they do it. The, it's it's a show that is uh, done up in Canada, uh, mainly on the highway, 401. And uh, the weather is horrendous, and these great big rigs, this is a very, very, very busy interstate in Canada. And uh, lots of traffic, and the weather turns south, and they have all these wrecks, especially the, uh, the big rigs. And they have an entire troop of competitive uh, record, record drivers. drivers. Oh, welcome to Houston. <laughs> yeah. But these are big rigs. These are the super duty, especially the rotators. I love the rotators, which is basically the boom off the back of the truck is not stationary. It can move uh, 90 degrees. It's like a turret. 180 yeah, degrees, like, actually. Like a, like yeah, a tank Like turret. a crane. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is a crane. It is. But these trucks are massive. You know, I've never actually looked to see how much they cost. Well over a million, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. sure. You know, the, the the odd thing about that, too, is when you watch the what I'll call the operators, the drivers, um, you know, these tend to be, my view, generally common men who are doing some extremely complex physics of moving that vehicle off of off of where it is, you know, the angles of the pole and stuff. Down the To hills, make sure it doesn't go down the hill and down, drag the truck. Exactly. You know, you know that's a pretty complex complex uh, math in their head that they're trying to do yep. uh, as they're doing all of that. Great they, show. I love the show. They show how it's made. They actually, uh, about a year ago, they did an episode of how they make one. And it takes, uh, you know, over a year. Really? To build them, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, they're massive. And uh, what they can do, and especially a, a big rig operator that knows his stuff, wow, that's a talent. Oh, yeah. You know, when I was working for Stan, uh, he had a, cargo container one of those steel boxes mm -hmm. that come off a cargo ship he was using it to store stuff behind one of the buildings and uh he was going to sell the building and we needed to move that big cargo container well it had to be pulled out from the back of this particular building and it was a narrow driveway so this guy had to get that big rig in position to be able to lift it up on top of the asphalt driveway and slide it across without tearing up the driveway now. Oh, that's Slide it across that's the driveway in a, in a position where it could be pulled out on the driveway where the other big the rig loaded up onto it. And it was truly amazing to watch how he was able to connect this thing, not only from the top, but from the bottom to be able to slide it from the bottom. I mean, 
there's so many different ways that you can hook the cables up and all the different cables that are on the thing. And and using pulleys and, you know, watching how much load. Because that's the thing that interests me as well. You know, those guys are watching on some screen somewhere how much load is being put the capabilities on, those, of the, on cable. the cables. And they know what the, the weight draw is of their, of their system. Okay. Yeah, great show. Well, we need, we need to get them on. Yeah, yeah, we do. We should. Okay. Well, um, we got a special guest with us right now that has joined in the fray here on the In Will Time Car Talk Show. And his name is Richard Rawlings, and you may be familiar with him. Discovery Channel's Fast and Loud, Gas Monkey Garage. Richard, good morning to you. What's up, guys? How's everybody doing? Well, we're doing fine. How are things up there in Dallas? I'm working on my second cup of coffee. I'm good to go. <laughs> That's good. Uh, you Too early for beer? I absolutely not but uh, my, wife, my wife hasn't gone to work out yet so i got you i got you i got you uh you ready for the cowboys game this weekend yeah i guess we get to see uh tom brady here for the weekend it yeah it'll be a good game well we're all looking forward to it as well but uh we got news uh, just a short while ago that uh, somebody is selling off 25 of his vehicles and I'm not familiar with the vehicles that you're selling, but because it's you and Gas Monkey Garage and knowing what you do up there, I'm going, this guy's got to have himself a really nice collection. Well, we do. It's pretty diverse. It's about 28 vehicles, actually, is what it ended up being. And uh, we've got motorcycles, early Fords, Mustangs, um, you know, uh, some pretty special uh, one-owner type cars. Uh, it's a collection that I have curated over the last 15 years. And, uh, you know, what most people thought was, well, he's going to be selling all the cars he made. And it's like, no, as soon as I make a car, somebody buys it. They're gone. So there's actually uh, not any cars in the collection that we actually made at Gas Monkey Garage. These are cars that tricked my trigger or, or you know, it, it, it excited me uh, over the years. And I just bought them and collected them. And, and uh, now it's time to uh, switcheroo and start over. So are there a lot of green cars? Because we know you have a, a a passion for the green color on some of I your cars. I think there's one or two, but there's not a lot. Um, it's um, There's one green 68, one family-owned uh, Mustang convertible in there. But uh, um, there's a little bit of everything. I mean, if you can't find anything in this selection, then you're not really into it. So tell me about this Zimmer Quicksilver. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, the Zimmer Quicksilver is uh, kind of like if uh, uh, Fiero and Corvette had a baby, um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's just a it's a weird thing. It's a it's a car that a guy believed he was going to make a whole bunch of and, and revolutionize the uh, car industry as many before him had, and uh, it's only got 400 original miles on it, so it's basically a brand new car, and. Uh, we bought it back, I don't know, a few years ago during a Make-A-Wish uh, thing with uh, a young gentleman out in Arizona. And uh, so it's a pretty neat car. I like the way it looks. It's just that it's a Fiero. So, you know, you, you, you're, you're very torn as to how you feel about it. Yeah, and I, I assume that it does it have a four-cylinder engine in it, or have you hopped it up? Nope, it's all original four-cylinder. Got it. Uh, yeah. Have you got any? You, you also have a, an Olds 442 for sale. I noticed that's a pretty neat resto rod, uh, and uh, it's uh, you know really really hyped up. Uh, Four fifty five with aluminum heads and a six speed manual and a and a, and a really trick rear end. Uh, beautiful car, shows well, drives well. It's really fast. Um, it's it's a fun car to drive. 
Are you going to have any regrets of selling off the personal vehicles? Any remorse after you uh, sell them? No, no, because I'm already starting to collect uh, my new collection. You know, so I'm already, um, I'm really into uh, right now, um, 60s and 70s uh, uh, high performance cars, whether Porsche, Ferrari, Mercedes, uh, Lambos, whatever from that era. And then I'm really wanting to dive deep into the 80s and 90s uh, forgotten hot rods. Uh, you know, those were tumultuous times for the car industry. And uh, they weren't putting out a lot of cars with a lot of horsepower. And, and it was, you know, all plastic bumpered cars and things that aren't lasting as long as the, the older stuff did. So I'm going to get into, you know, some of the, the higher horsepower IROC Zs and the Pontiac GTAs and, you know, some of the different cars of that, those eras. And, that, those, uh, and those cars have, and those cars, that generation of 80s and 90s muscle hasn't really accelerated on the price point the way your, you know, your other, your other desire right now, the 60s and 70s Italian cars, those are all generally pretty much on higher up on the price point than uh, the nineties muscle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, you know, you got to look around though. You got to find the forgotten ones. Like the other day, uh, our bring a trailer actually about a month ago, I bought a 1973 Mercedes 280 C coupe uh, with a sunroof. And uh, it might be the best one in existence. I mean, it, it, I knew it was nice when I was buying it, but when it got there, I was like, wow, this car is really nice. Um, you know, so we're going to be collecting some of those uh, off the wall type stuff because uh, you, you said it yourself. Some of this stuff is getting unbearably expensive. Oh, yeah. And, and you have watching what you have for sale uh, and listening to you. You like an eclectic car. You're not into the common one that you see hundreds of. You want something that's not necessarily unusual or odd, but unusual and odd. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I like to show up to the, the weekend car shows or bring people through the shop and, and have them go, what is that? Why do you have it? You know, well, let me tell you, you know, this, this car snuck out of the factory with 420 horsepower and blah, 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 you know, or what have you. So I do like, uh, I don't, I don't want to be the, the, the guy in the long row of nine elevens. That's not me. And, and the, I was watching the other day, the uh, story of the young gentleman that you had bid for the Quicksilver at that auction that was a that was a great that was a great story um the make a wish foundation i think you said it was make a wish uh, and yes. you got together to uh let this young gentleman buy a car at auction and he's the one i believe selected the quicksilver and did all the bidding on it is that correct he did he did uh you know and uh you know so that was a fun uh activity to be involved in and uh we try to do a lot of uh giving back as much as we can here at gas monkey you know we've got gas monkey foundation and we do quite a bit of good work with that so how's the car is going to be auctioned off is it all online or is it going to be in person how are you going to how are you going to do this uh everything is on bring a trailer i, I partnered with bring a trailer uh to do it and uh it, this is something new for them and something that i kind of came up with and uh so it's just like a normal bring a trailer auction where they go on and they stay on for seven days but in this instance, it's not just one car. Uh, it's it's all 29 items or 28 items. And uh, they're going to all end on the same day, next Wednesday the 14th. So they're live right now. People are bidding on them. There's spirited activity already. And then next Wednesday, starting at around noon, they'll start falling about 10 minutes after each other uh, until they're all gone. And uh, during that day, we're going to be having a little party at Gas Monkey. I'll be around all the cars and we'll be live streaming uh, talking about the cars as they're coming up to end on the auction. Uh, 
I'm trying to get accredited uh, verified bidders that want to come to the shop, come there and be bidding live on their phone. So in theory, you could have, you know, uh, Craig123 on the internet bidding and, and Tony123 is over here with his phone and I'm having that interaction uh, almost like you would at a live auction and uh, talking about the cars where I get all special things about them, talking to bidders, talking on the, on the live stream and uh, just make a whole day activity out of it. Uh, I think it's a better way to sell a collection. Um, I mean, I did the numbers, and uh, if I had to take all these cars to one of the big auctions, we all know them, we don't have to name them, um, then I would have, you know, $1,000 a piece entry fees. I'd have 1000 or more dollars a piece shipping fees. Then I'd be paying, you know, 12 or 14% uh, seller's fees. You know, so to sell the same amount of cars might cost me two or $300,000, where as doing it with bring a trailer they're in my possession they don't leave you know there's no risk to the cars or anything else and it might cost me 50 or 60 thousand uh so it's a it's a much better way to sell a single car or a collection so would, would you say if you had what I, you would call a feature car of your collection uh would it be the gene winfield roadster absolutely the king t is is something that i, I really didn't want to get rid of but if I'm selling, I decided I needed to sell most of everything I have. So uh, I think that that's one of the last really cool, iconic uh, 60s hot rods that is still out there uh, for sale. Um, there's, you know, most of them have been snatched up and they'll never come out of the collections. Um, so that's a neat, neat car and it drives exceptionally well. What and made you decide to sell these cars at no reserve, Richard? Um, well, being who I am and uh, what have you, uh, we talked internally <laughs> with my team and you get, you're going to get backlash no matter what, because uh, of the negative nillies out there with their keyboards. But to, <laughs> me, to me, I just said, you know what, if I, if I'm out there touting my, my collaboration with bring a trailer and I believe in their market as I do, and I believe in my cars as I do, there's no reason for me to put a reserve on them. They're going to do what I believe they'll do. And, uh, you know, so there's a few that are straggling right now. They'll probably get some, uh, get some gusto, uh, you know, closer to the end of the auction. Most of them are doing very well. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do the tail of the tape. That's what's really cool, too, is uh, because of the show and uh, also uh, what we do on YouTube, um, most people know what I have in these cars or can go find it on the net. So we're going to put a tail of the tape up there and I'm going to show everybody the math when it's over with and uh, let everybody see, you know, how long I have them, what I, what I put into them and, and uh, what I got out of them. So there'll be a few that'll probably lose, I guess the car industry, we call that averaging out. <laughs> well, and you're, you've got a, a 93 Toyota Supra as well, which is highly desirable in that, in that market. Cause that was such a cool little car. It's a good looking car. And you don't see very many of them pop up for sale very often. Is that car modified or is that bone stock? That car is bone stock, and uh, it's a really, really nice car. Um, and uh, that one is actually one of only two that are being auctioned off that are not owned by myself. Those are our dealer consignment. Uh, okay. And, uh, you know, so I'm pretty excited there. But I actually bought the Toyota Supra last weekend at the worldwide sale uh, up in Auburn, Indiana, uh, right-hand drive. Uh, silver black interior 94 model that's uh, just arrived at the shop so 
um, we put one of those into the new collection, so to speak. So selling off the old one to fund buying a new collection, just kind of rotating your cars in and out. That's Absolutely. what it's about. I mean, it's, 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 it's part of the fun. Uh, you know, I'm going to miss some of them, but uh, uh, at the end of the day, I'll get to go out and purchase some more. Richard, do you have a daily driver? Um, technically, I got a TRX pickup uh, that I drive. Um, but when the weather's nice, I pretty much drive whatever's laying around the shop. Uh, as you know, summer here in Texas mm -hmm. can be pretty damn hot. So uh, you need a, a car with a good air conditioner. But once uh, October comes, I'll probably just drive whatever. I want to. I uh, want to. I want to say it. Get you some of that. Get you some of that. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, and I and I got to tell you, you guys and, and all the uh, listeners and viewers out there, you know, we've actually gained a lot of traction <clears throat> since we left Discovery in 2019. Uh, cable is very, very dead. And uh, we uh, live in the YouTube uh, right now. Uh, we put a new show out every Monday uh, evening and we get more viewers and more followers uh, watching our show on uh, YouTube uh, under Gas Monkey Garage then. Discovery can get on a Monday prime time with a new episode. Wow. Uh, you know, so uh, we, we're up to, I think we're approaching 30 million uh, followers worldwide now. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot of fun. Well, uh, we don't have 30 million, but uh, we're, we close. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're close. We, we certainly have gained a lot of traction on, on YouTube and uh, all of our online stuff. And I think that we've, we've done quite well. So we can, we can relate. Not, at, not to your level, but we can relate. Oh, trust me, it's, uh, you know, it's a be careful what you wish for. TV was really, really hard, and uh, they beat me up pretty good for nine years, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to be kind of having fun and doing what we want to now. So do you have your own production company that does the video for you? Uh, I've got an in-house team, yes, that uh, does everything. Uh, I call them the millennials because they're all like 23, 24 <laughs> yeah. years old. We're familiar uh, with that, yeah. Yeah, they know how to work all that stuff. You know, I'm 53, and I'm, I don't want to learn anymore. I'm just going to hang out and play with cars and drink beer. There well, you go. Well, Richard, it's great to talk to you and have you on the show again. I don't know whether many years ago uh, we had you on at an auction that was up at Lake Conroe. I don't know whether you remember that or not, but uh, had good times then. And best of luck to you today and, and this uh, coming uh, uh, coming weeks as you approach your, your actual auction uh, deadline here. So best of luck, man. Good to talk to you. Good to see you. Absolutely, sir. Thank you, guys. Send everybody to gasmonkeygarage.com. Tell them to check it out. You, you got bet. it. Thanks, Thanks again.